Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, a shrink who expands your life. Our episode today isn't what I expected it to be. We haven't even done it yet. But as a quick introduction, I did an episode years ago called The Zigzag Principle. I did that with author Rich Christensen. He is also the author of the book Bootstrap Business, along with Ron Porter. And I ran into Ron at a seminar that I was presenting not too long ago. And uh, Ron, it surprised me a little bit to realize, oh, wait a minute. You're the guy who co-authored this book, Bootstrap Business, that I had featured on my show yeah. several it, years ago. Yeah, it was great to make that connection. And now I got your autograph in my book. <laughs> How about that? Which was really <laughs> awesome. And I thought, you know what? Let's have you come on the show and we'll talk a little bit about bootstrap business, you know, how entrepreneurs get things started. And, and then something more interesting happened. And do you want to introduce that? Oh, uh, well, sure. Yeah, <laughs> ab- absolutely. So go ahead. Um, so uh, we invited as a company, Dr. Paul, to uh, mm-hmm. come to one of our breakout sessions. So we have a breakout session in our com- company every month. Right. Uh, and we break out of the routine of the, of the business, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. The, uh, one of the other meetings that we have during the course of the month is our data analysis, return and report, you know, and those can mm-hmm. be kind of boring. So we have to break out of the, of the mundane. And, and do the, something and the more routine. positive Absolutely. and more fun. Yeah, that's right. Well, well, we hope that our numbers are always positive, right? But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's, that's business. Yes. So anyway, we, we, uh, we invited Dr. Paul to come and, and uh, give us a little uh, positivity psychology. And absolutely loved what I heard, and the members of our team loved it as well. <laughs> so I thought, you know, I'm 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 going to have a family reunion this yeah. summer. Uh, I think I'm going to invite Dr. Paul to come up and talk to the family. And so we put it together, and what a week, two weeks ago, uh, you popped up yeah. to uh, our family reunion and really kicked the family reunion off with your positivity psychology. I got invited to Ron's family reunion. And that was really cool. And you know what, Ron? I do this for companies and for associations and groups all the time. It's part of what I do. And I've done it for families before, but this was a little little different. And as you and I were debriefing that just before the show today it occurred to me that there's different levels of engagement that people enter into in their business, for sure, but also in their family. Yeah. Maybe in their own personal life. Different levels of engagement. You know, like some people are just there. Yeah. Or barely. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah, just, just allowing family life to happen. Yeah. Yeah, instead of approaching your family um, 
responsibility relationships associations with purpose on purpose yeah yeah well and you and you said it right out of the get-go right show up for life right and and participate that's how i translate that is participate in life whatever that means yeah participate participate in your family jump in yeah yeah so you did this i was so impressed that you decided that a personal development aspect would be not only cool to do, but maybe really helpful for your family. Uh, More than just entertainment or getting together and reconnecting, that's all important. But what can we do to elevate the quality of life of these people who are so important? And it was fun to see you in your family setting and in your business setting. And I know you care about the people at your business, but I got a different feel at that reunion. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's nothing more important, right? Right. Yeah, that, uh, right. that family responsibility. Well, not only is there nothing more important, there's no greater adventure, in mm-hmm. my opinion, than family. I mean, just right. think of all of the things that you experience in a family setting. First, just getting married, holy cow. And, yeah. Uh, and then when you start bringing children into, into the mix, that, that, it, it's life's greatest adventure. Yeah. Yeah. And then you start to add grandchildren. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well, don't mention that I've got 10. <laughs> I'm just getting started with that, Ron. But uh, wow, what a grand adventure this is. Yeah. So um, when we talk about these different levels of engagement, what if parents and grandparents could take on their role in a more intentional way to take it on purpose uh, as opposed to just letting life push them around talk about that for a minute I know you've got some perceptions about that yeah so um, I think there's uh, a lot of people and of course you know my my circle of influence is not a big circle right it's a small circle and I think it probably is for most well, of us compared to what relatively speaking <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. So, so, um, but the experiences that I've, that I've had as I've visited with people, as I've warmed up to neighbors, as we've become friends, as we open up our lives to others, we discover that we know people pretty well on the front porch. Yeah. You know, but we really don't know what's going on behind the front door. But as, as, as you discover that, and as you dig into that, and as that becomes important to you mm-hmm. as friends, as community, as, as neighbors, you discover that there's a lot of folks who just, you know, are just trying to make it. They're just trying to get through. It's just day to day, you know. They're, yeah. Yeah. What am I? What am I going to do with this child? What am I going to do with this job? What am I going to do with this situation? Mm-hmm. And most of them are, are, are drifting. They don't have that purpose. Right. They're just kind of taking it a day at a time. Mm-hmm. Life is throwing curveballs. Life tends to do that. <laughs> it, it does. Stuff happens. <laughs> Which is a part of the adventure. I mean, that's what makes the whole thing right. fun and exciting and worthwhile. It's like, oh, I didn't expect that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are we going to do with that? Well, mm-hmm. if you have a plan, and, and, and we can tie this into business. Mm-hmm. You've got a plan that you're building your family around, mm-hmm. like you would build your business around. Those things are going to come and go, and you're going to be able to use them for mm-hmm. your benefit, to grow your business, to, to enrich your family life, to enrich the experiences that you're having. A plan, a purpose. Right. 
Yeah. What is it that's behind all of this? And there are principles, common principles. Uh, you're an expert in business, business development, and and coaching entrepreneurs and startups. And it, this is something you've done your whole career, and you've identified some principles, right? Right. That help people to get where they want to go. I don't think that's any different in a family. Yeah, agree with that. Although we just do it by default way too often. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we hope for the best. I mean, you know, yeah. I, we, you and I can go out and we can, we can talk to business consultants. We can go talk to folks that have been doing this for a lifetime and they mm-hmm. can tell us exactly how to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Here's, here is the, here's the, here's the outline. Start here, do this, do that. And, and right. if you encounter this, go there, do this and, and on and on. There are mm-hmm. business plans available for us, templates, if you will, to, mm-hmm. to fill in what, to fill in the gaps. Yes. our own business ideas into. Right. Well, how many of us do that with, with family? How many of us have a family mission statement, a family mm-hmm. vision? Mm-hmm. How many of us have objectives that we're, we're attempting right. to? Not just, not just uh, uh, assumptions. We're not just, um, well, you know, I kind of think that's an objective. I kind of think we want to do that. Mm-hmm. But really rock solid, this is what we're going to accomplish today, mm-hmm. this week, this month, this year. And treating it more like a team. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and that was one of the fun things that came out at the, at the family reunion. So oh, you, yeah. you left, and, uh-huh. and everybody loved it. I, I didn't mean, get to just, stay for the whole thing. Know, well, I know. You didn't want to stay for the Dutch oven that we didn't have. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stuff yeah. happens, right? Yeah, that's exactly Life right. Life throws yeah. curveballs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Hawaiian haystacks happen. There you go. <laughs> Um, and you left, but one of the things that kept coming up during the course of the, you know, the couple of days that we were there at, at, a, at our family reunion was, well, that could have been worse. Well, you know, it's right. going to get better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those principles that you taught kept popping up in our, in our activities. So it set the tone and carried through as people were consciously aware of these principles, they started to apply them immediately. Exactly. And I've got to be honest with Love you. It. When we initially talked, when I thought, let's, I'm having Dr. Paul come to the family reunion. Yeah. I didn't really have this grand plan in mind. It right. was more, I love what he just taught us. I love the principles and I know that it can apply to my children and family. So let's have him over. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's have him over for dinner. And it just It'll happens be to be fun. A, yeah. <laughs> well, as it turns out, it really set the tone. Yeah. Which, which we all loved. Then it became an intentional process of building these principles within your family. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not, not just that we all loved, but we all could apply right. to circumstances and situations. Well, let's go back to this basic principle that, that caught some traction there with your family. Um, and you just kind of glossed over it real quick. It, it, well, it could always be worse. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that is true, actually. Mm. I, th- I think you have a choice between two specific positions that you can take regarding any situation that comes up in your life. Yeah. And one of those positions is, oh, crap. This could have been so much better. Yeah. But it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. And now it's probably just going to get worse. Yeah. How does that feel? Mm, yeah. You know, versus the other position. You know what? This could have been a whole lot worse. I'm glad it wasn't. And it's probably going to get better. Yeah, love that. 
Yeah. And it applies to everything. Whole different position. And it creates a whole different energy in moving forward. Yeah. And you've probably found that that's true in business too, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Again, you know, business is a microcosm of life, right? I mean, you, you right. don't, you, as much as you plan, as much as you attempt to, to drive the ship the direction you want it taken, mm-hmm. there's always going to be something that gets in the way. There's going to be a wave that hits you. There's going to be a trade wind that pushes you off course, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. And, and how are you going to deal with it in business? Right. How are you going to, atta- how are you going to take it and apply it and learn from it and, and be better? So you got the ship analogy coming in now. If, if I'm a parent, and I am, and I'm a grandparent now <laughs> too, well, Ron. You are. Congratulations. As parents and grandparents, um, perhaps we could be seen as the captain of this family ship. Um, I had a colleague point out to me not too long ago, what's the captain's job? And I gave an answer. I, th- I said, well, it's to, to get the ship where it's going. Yeah. And, you know, that seems obvious to me. He says, well, actually... Your first job as the captain is to make sure the ship doesn't sink. <laughs> well, keep, sure. Keep the ship afloat. And you think, well, yeah, duh, of <laughs> course, right? But if we think about the world around us, there is so much negativity. Think of this as the water. And how often is the water trying to get into that ship? All the time. All the time, yeah, right? You're right in the middle of it. We get... So how do we keep all that negativity out so that the ship stays, stays afloat and then it can go to whatever the destination is? Yeah. And that's the importance of these principles and for, for us as parents to take that seriously. We got a job here. Key, yeah, keyword, seriously. Seriously, on yeah. purpose. On purpose, yeah. Conscious. I think we can develop that a little bit. Yeah, intentional. We'll do that right after this break. Hey, Live On Purpose Radio listeners. The fact that you're listening to this show probably means that you're a fan of personal development. Your personal development library should include copies of both of my books, Pathological Positivity and the pocket-sized companion, Portable Positivity. There's a .com for both titles so you can share these books with others. I also have a special offer just for listeners of the show. Go to drpauljenkins.com forward slash L-O-P-R for Live On Purpose Radio. I'll send you signed copies of both for a special discounted rate. That's drpauljenkins.com forward slash L-O-P-R. There are no secrets to success. It is the result of preparation, hard work, and learning from failure. Colin Powell.
so Ron, just before the break, I was, you know, pontificating on this whole ship thing that you put out there and maybe parents, grandparents, you know, the leaders of families are the captain of this ship. And obviously one of the jobs is let's keep the ship afloat. Why? <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, sure, why? <laughs> now, if you're, if, if you're a parent, you're going to think, well, pff, duh, you don't want your family to sink. But why? Yeah, so there's this place, right, that we all mm-hmm. want to go. What is the destination? So yeah. you were spot on. One of the responsibilities that the captain has is to get the ship to the destination. Well, what is the destination? How right. many parents get what the destination is mm-hmm. for them? And, and your destination for your family may be different than mine. Mm-hmm. I believe that there is the destination that we're all trying to get to. Which is an obvious but unnoticed destination. Yeah. Uh, meaning we, it doesn't come to mind immediately for us, but as I ask people about this, Ron, and I do this in my presentations, you've heard this a couple of times, why do we do anything that we do? Well, the obvious but unnoticed answer to that is for joy. Happiness. Happiness, peace, yeah. perhaps whatever you want to call it. In my book, I call it the feeling. Yeah. Um, it, it's the sense that this is good. That's why we do what we do. And in our families, I think we have the opportunity to experience that in a more profound way than any other context that we have. I don't get to feel that same way at work. Now, I can approximate that, but the quality of it is different within a family. Would you agree to that? Yeah, yeah, I would agree to that. And I I would go back again to something that we mentioned a little bit earlier, Mm -hmm. uh, and that's the... Um, for a parent to just uh, show up day to day without without that purpose, without that feeling, without that mm-hmm. direction and guidance of where they want the family to go, mm-hmm. really isn't participating. You know, you do have to show up. I get that, but a lot of people just show up. Right. What are they there for? What are they attempting to accomplish? What do they bring to the table? How can they help that? family and the individuals and this is a key this for me this is a this is a key point family is made up of individuals if you parent all of your children the same way mm-hmm. you're, you're probably parenting incorrectly probably yeah <laughs> you, how many all, of your kids are identical <laughs> exactly, to each other yeah even but if it, you have twins and how do you figure that out if you're just showing up yeah if you're not taking the time with each one of those if you're not engaged and conscious yeah in that process, consciousness, yeah. you know, being aware and not only aware, but intentional. That's, that's what that means for me. That, that there's a conscious engagement yeah. in this process. Where do people start? Where would you point people to, if they're, if they're listening to this podcast, Ron, and they're thinking, oh yeah. I guess I've just been kind of showing up. I'm not really engaged here. Yeah. What would you encourage them to do next? Ah, uh, yeah, that's a that's a that's a great question. So for me, when I have a challenge at work, we're trying to resolve something, be it with a customer or a vendor or an 
fellow employee. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first step is, uh, and I don't want this to come across as negative, but it's confront it. Um, Doesn't sound negative to me. Yeah, it's confront it. And, and you, we can do that without uh, negative emotion, right? It's like, okay, here's the situation, here's the circumstance. Let's put our combined intelligences together and come up with some solutions. Confront. Okay. Get get in front of it. You talk about, well, you talk about the butt thing, right? Uh, that's probably a little different application. But oh, it's getting, yeah. <laughs> it's getting in front of the butts, right? Well, in this case, it's getting in front of whatever the challenge is. Well, I don't know what I should be doing as a family. Well, okay, how do we do that? If we go back to the ship analogy, my editor, Thomas Cantrell, brilliant man, shared with me the concept of the sea anchor on a ship. I don't even know about this. But apparently the sea anchor is, a, is an apparatus that is used on a ship to turn the ship into the storm so that it's facing the storm. It's much less likely to capsize or run into problems if it heads right in to the storm. So you got to keep the bow of that ship confronting all of that hard stuff. If you turn sideways to it or turn tail and run, you're much more likely to have some problems. Yeah, and how many of us in life and in family in particular mm-hmm. run from the storms, hide from the storms, take shelter right. from the storms? Right. Yeah. They're not going to... Well, okay, I was going to say they're not going to kill you, but some of them might. <laughs> the problems, I mean, what if you get a terminal diagnosis? Yeah. That may well kill you. But does that mean that we do a different process with that, or do we still take it on? Do we confront it? Absolutely, you do. So there's this wonderful, there's this wonderful uh, uh, TED Talk. Mm. You're familiar with TED Talks. Oh yeah. Janine Shepherd. If you haven't looked at that, go take a look mm. at it. This uh, this uh, lady from Australia, preparing for the Olympics, gets hit by a a utility truck while she's she's a bike she's a cyclist. Mm. So she's out cycling. She gets hit by a utility truck. Her life changes oh yeah nothing's going to be the same and of course her resolve is i was going to be an olympian what am i going to do now Mm -hmm. what choice will i make given this set of circumstances will i run will i embrace will i be better it's a wonderful talk but but it's the essence of what we're discussing right now yeah that's what separates the champs from the chumps yeah as coach larry gelwicks puts it (laughs) Uh, can you take it on? Can you face it head on? So if I'm a parent and I see that there's water coming on board the ship, um, my children are struggling with negativity or doubt or despair or depression. That affects me as a parent. Now, I, I need to go on record here, Ron, because I've worked with a lot of parents over the years. And the fact that your children are facing those challenges has very little to do with whether you're a good parent or not. Would you agree? I would agree with that. Okay. You know why I had to go on record saying that, (laughs) right? Because parents, I don't want you out there beating yourselves up because of what your children are facing. Yeah. Which is, which is a tendency, isn't it? Oh yeah. For us as parents to do. Yeah. But you know what? We're just not that powerful. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you don't want to ruin your kids' well, lives? Well, I don't know that you can. Yeah. I mean, you 
obviously parents have an impact, okay? But I'm, I'm not saying you are responsible for all of the misery that your children are experiencing. That's not even possible. But I am saying that's going to affect you because you love them. And when you love someone, love is risky business, okay? Because you're going to see someone suffering and it's going to hurt you because you love them. And that's the dilemma that we face as parents. But like you're saying, let's confront it. Let's take it head on. Let's head into the storm. If the ship is taking on water, mm-hmm. um, as parents, we may think that our responsibility is to stay on the bridge. Our responsibility mm-hmm. as parents is to get off of the bridge and to get down to where the ship is taking on water and help bail the water. Yeah. Is to get in the or middle patch of the leak. Yeah, to get mid, get in the middle of life of what's taking place, get what's engaged. going on. Absolutely. Participating, not just showing up. Yeah. Now, you may not be able to fix everything. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. What's your main job as a parent? Guide, <laughs> lead, mentor. You're the captain uh, of the ship. Right, right, right. Yeah, sure. There are certain certainly is directional things involved, but one of the one of my biggest responsibilities as a parent mm-hmm. is to be an advocate for my team, my children, my family, yeah. is to help them understand that, we're, yeah, we're taking on water, so what? <laughs> let's go swimming. Let's get wet. Let's get the water out. Let's patch the hole. Like yeah. you said. But I'll advocate for them and in their behalf and with them. Here's another one of those obvious but unnoticed truths. As we're doing all of this stuff, you know, and, and it, it creates an image in my mind of all of the chaos that can come up when a family's taking on water in one way or another. Let's keep in mind that our primary responsibility as a parent is to love them no matter what and even if. No matter what and even if. Yeah. And then we can play that game, you know. Will you love your children even if yeah. <laughs> they... Well, yeah, put anything what? you want to behind that thing. and Yeah. And, and, well, what if they're incarcerated? Will you love them? Absolutely you will. What if they're strung out on drugs? Will you love them? Sure you will. You're their parent. <laughs> what if they decide to get engaged in some kind of an alternative lifestyle? Will you still love them? An alternative just means other than yours, right? Yeah. Um, your job is to love them no matter what and even if. And as you get clear on that, and your engagement in the other activities that you'll do as a parent makes more sense. Yeah. So one of the, one of the, one of the thoughts that pops to my mind here, Dr. Paul, is, uh, uh, is something that Helen Keller said mm. some time ago. One of, one of my heroes, and I'm going to paraphrase here, yeah. but it's this whole idea of I long to accomplish some great and noble thing but understand that I must accomplish small things as if they were great and noble. Sometimes mm. as parents, we forget that we've got to get involved in the small things. It's the small things that we do with our children and our families and with those people around us that allow our lives to be great and noble. That enriches life in a big way. And you know what, Ron? I think you're spot on because the small things become the great things. When I think back on my own experience and the small things that my parents did for me, or I think back on my relationship with my kids and the small things that happened between us, 
those are the big things. Yeah. Works out that way. It's kind of odd, isn't it? Well, odd, <laughs> but it's one of those paradoxes of life. Yeah. Um, what a what an enriching experience that is, though, to connect at that level. So we've got about a minute or so left here. What is the take home? What is it for you, Ron? It's the power to choose. It's the power and importance to choose. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, I, I wrote some um, prose years and years ago when children started coming into our, in our, into our family. And I, mm-hmm. I titled it, and I gave a copy of this to each one of my children because I wanted them to know how I felt about them and about life and about choice. Mm-hmm. And I simply titled it, I Choose to Love. And I think that if our I think that if our listeners, our audience, our friends out there can can cast everything else aside, I choose to love. Mm-hmm. Goodness will come from that. Achievement wow. will come from that. This is so simple and so powerful. Parents, get engaged at that level. What if that's the default answer that every parent has? I choose to love no matter what, no matter what, you know, and everybody's got their little, well, what if this or that? Yeah. That's our challenge. That's the what if that we're talking about here, folks, whichever one jumps into your mind, that's yours. Ron Porter. Dr. Paul. (laughs) (laughs) This is live on purpose radio people. And we are living on purpose and engaging at that level. Ron, thanks for joining me here today. Thank you for having me on today. It has been a pleasure. Ron Porter, co-author of Bootstrap Business and Father Extraordinaire. (laughs) It's time, everybody. Go live on purpose.